Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Arid Cream Deodorant present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribe. The show is written by Bill Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Your Easter Seal Society has assumed the responsibility of seeing that no crippled child in your community goes without any of the things he needs to live a happy and normal life. When you make your Easter Seal contribution, you're helping your society meet this responsibility. You are providing medical care for the correction or improvement of crippling conditions, physical and occupational therapy for the strengthening and training of muscles, transportation so that crippled children can attend special schools and medical centers, camping and other recreational activities, Special instruction for parents of crippled children to help them solve their many special problems. Job training and placement for handicapped people. Yes, your Easter Seal dollar goes a long way. It works year-round for crippled children. So, give to your Easter Seal Society today. Mail your check in that bright yellow envelope that came with your Easter Seal. Or, send your contribution to Crippled Children in care of your local postmaster. Last night, you heard the commotion at 79 West Vista when Mrs. McGee walked into a trap she'd rigged up to keep her husband from walking in his sleep. Apparently, the neighbors heard it too. Because here in the kitchen with Mrs. McGee is her next-door neighbor, Mrs. Nelson, who just dropped over to borrow some sugar. And it's no trouble at all, Sally. Here's your cup of sugar, dear. Anytime you need anything, you just holler. Oh, thanks so much, Mrs. McGee. I, um... Is there something else you need? Oh, no, no, just the sugar. Uh, did, uh, did you and Mr. McGee sleep well last night? Hmm? Oh, oh, yes, we slept all right. Why? Well, uh, Lester and I, our bedroom is right across the driveway, of course, and we heard a lot of noise and yelling after you went to bed. I knew your lights were all out. And... Oh, it was nothing, Sally. Well, that's what I kept telling Lester. He, uh, well, he was also coming over here to see if there was any trouble of any kind. Uh, what I mean is, burglars or anything, because it sounded like somebody was getting hurt. <laughs> Oh, no, nothing like that, dear. The night you heard was me falling down after I got slugged through the bucket of water. Oh, no, no. <laughs> then, and believe me, Sally, I had it coming. It was a serious. Mrs. McGee, I hate to hear you say that. But I, I guess that's what the wife always says. Hmm? I had it coming. How much devotion must a woman have to take the blame when... when... But, Sally, I did have it coming. Look, McGee told me yesterday that he used to walk in his sleep when he was a youngster. And silly me, I got worried that he might start doing it again. Oh, Lester said you were talking about sleepwalking when he came over to bother the matches last night. Right. Well, after he went to sleep, I rigged up a bucket of water over the door in case he started to sleepwalk again, you see. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and forgot all about it and got out of bed and nearly drowned myself. Oh, jolly, no. <laughs> was that what it was? Oh, what a mess. I was just soaked. Poor McGee sat up in bed and yelped. He didn't know what was going on. I was so mad at myself, I could have... Oh, dear, there's someone at the front door. I'm so glad it wasn't anything serious. Oh, look, I'll run on home. Lester's waiting to hear all about... I mean, he's waiting for the sugar. For his coffee. Bye. Hmm. That's the fourth cup of sugar people have borrowed today. If we ever had a real loud argument over here, I'd have to open my own sugar mill. 
Come in. Oh, Mr. Wimple. Hello, Mr. Wimple. I hate to trouble you. There you are, Mr. Wimple. I brought one with me. One what? A cup of sugar. And that noise you heard last night was... Oh, wait a minute. You live way over on Elm Street, don't you? Yes. Uh, we don't need any McGee, Mrs. Figgy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Figgy, Mrs. McGee. I just came by to see if I could borrow my umbrella back from Mr. McGee yesterday day. Oh, well, of course. I thought since it's a sunny day, he wouldn't be using it. My goodness, after all, it is your umbrella. Is this it? Thank you. I had some spare time today, and I thought I'd fix the loose handle. Uh, by the way, uh, where is Mr. McGee? He's in the van taking a nap. We didn't get much sleep last night. Oh, well, I won't disturb him. Sleep is so important to beauty. <laughs> I, I don't know what that has to do with Mr. McGee, actually, but it just seemed like a nice remark to make. Yes. Uh, say, Mr. Wimple, did you ever walk in your sleep? Walk in my sleep? No, but, well, I snore a little. Why? Now, I was just curious. McGee used to walk in his sleep when he was a youngster, and I just wondered if many people do it. Well, I suppose some people do, but... I don't think it'll ever become popular, Mrs. McGee. Not with me, it won't. I know that. My goodness, if McGee ever got up in the night and walked out that front door in his sleep, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be petrified. Why, he... Who's petrified, now? You got a card from Uncle Dennis? Oh, hi, Owen. Hello, Mr. McGee. Have a nice nap, dearie? Not so good. Too restless. Who's petrified? Nobody, McGee. I was just saying to Mr. Wimple that if you ever started sleepwalking again, oh, I'd be... Oh, are you still fretting about that? Forget it. I won't mention it again. Good. Well, I'll run along, folks. And, uh, Mr. McGee, uh, would you do me a favor? Sure, Wimple. What? If you do walk in your sleep and go strolling around alone in the middle of the night, would you stop by my house? Huh? I'd like to show Sweden face what other husbands get away with. <laughs> Goodbye, now. <laughs> <laughs> Vista in a minute. Here I tell you about a new cream deodorant that actually vanishes when you rub it on your skin. You rub it in, you rub odor out. You rub it in, you rub perspiration out. It's the new olive with non-staining chlorophyll. Just try this amazing test. Take an onion, slice it open, and rub it on the back of your hand. Now take olive with chlorophyll and rub into the same spot. When the light green color vanishes, all odor is gone. And that's exactly what happens to perspiration odor and perspiration too when you use olive with chlorophyll daily. No other deodorant can give you olive's exclusive rub-in protection. Olive has a vanishing cream texture which gives you one and a half times the protection of any leading deodorant. Face the normal skin and fabric, non-staining, washable. Don't be half-faced, be completely safe. Rub in olive with chlorophyll to be sure. Only 42 cents per cap. Well, what do you think, Dr. Gamble? Oh, I don't think so, Molly. If McGee hasn't walked in his sleep for 30 years, he doesn't like to just start again now. You know what I tell you, Dr. Gamble? Unless possibly a similar pattern of events took place like those which preceded his sleepwalking as a child. You mean if he did the same things today that he did when he was a child, then he might... Oh, I'm just guessing, Molly. It's possible that the same train of events might act as a subconscious stimulant that could perhaps lead to his repeating a childish action. Wow. Time to think of it, he does that all the time. Well, never mind the psychological sidelights, the big fat French fried toy. <laughs> I keep telling you I'm all over it, and I'm cured, and that's all there is to it. I don't know what you're worried about, Molly. 
As a matter of fact, even 30 years ago, when I did walk in my sleep, the only time I ever did it was after... After... After what? Mm-hmm, it was so long ago I forgot. I think it had to do with something I ate. That's quite possible. Some of the things you eat were... Yeah, just... I'm sure of it. It was something I ate just before I went to bed. Not hamburgers, because if that's what it is, dinner is over. No, it wasn't that. Probably something I hadn't had since I was 10 years old. Something I was crazy about, you know, when I was a kid. I remember my mother hiding it, but I'd always find it, and I'd eat it anyway. Well, think, Gary. If that's what caused it, I'd like to know. Oh, I remember now. Good. Boy, I forgot all about this stuff. Mmm, is it good? I haven't had any in 30. Oh, is it delicious? Well, what is it, Chris? Whatever this magic sleepwalking formula is, let's be sure and keep it out of the house. Mmm. What is it? Plum butter with rhubarb sauce. Mm. What? Ugh. I used to eat some butter with rhubarb sauce and spread them together on a piece of bread before I went to bed. Oh, fabulous. But every time I ate that stuff, I'd get up in my sleep and walk. So only you didn't fly. Of course, that was 30 years ago. Probably wouldn't affect me at all now. Mm. Boy, I'd sure like to taste that combination again. No, McGee, no, sir. It's too dangerous. What if it should react the same way? Yeah, Molly's right, McGee. You've got along fairly well all these years without it. Now, forget it. You hear me? Yeah. That's an order. Okay, I guess you're right. You need to take your Right. Oh, I'm so tickled to get this thing off my mind. Yeah, yeah that was it. Plum butter and rhubarb sauce. I won't even think about it, though. <laughs> drive all the way out past Judy's Lake to find this stuff, but it was worth it. Hope Molly's up there. She ever caught me with this stuff. Oh, my gosh, I better hide these guys behind. Uh, uh, where are you, Molly? You going to bed? Uh, don't get up, kiddo. I was just getting undressed, Gary. After last night, I'm tired. Good. Well, you ask, Molly. Now, you got your ass. Stay up there. If you're hungry, there's stuff in the icebox. Mm-hmm. Cold hamburgers. Okay, I'll make out. Ooh, I'll make out. This wonderful, heavenly out-of-this-world combination. Plum butter and rhubarb sauce. And three sandwiches I had out of Clavishaw's farm just sharpened my taste buds. Stuff couldn't possibly hurt me after all these years. Thirty years is bound to make a difference, and oh, is this good. Easy now, Les. Handle him gently. Don't wake him. Good. I got him, Doctor. Gee, you hadn't been passing by and seen him climbing up here. He might have slept in this tree all night. Oh, he's waking up, is he? Sleeping like a baby, Doctor. Help me lift him off of this bank here. Yeah, well, easy. Now, climb the ladder. Easy, easy now. That's it. I'll set him on his feet here. If I don't stand there, I'm going to get my breath. He sure looks funny with his overcoat on over his pajamas wearing them earmuffs and gloves. <laughs> Wish I had my camera with a flashbulb attachment. I could sell this picture at the Elks Club for a minute. There, there he goes. He, he's walking again, Doctor. Maybe I better... Ca- no, 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 no. Let him alone. He's all right. He's gone right up to the house and in the front door. Yes, but Doctor, I, I ought to... No, never wake him unless you have to. But Doctor... There he goes inside. Now, let's lock his front door for a... But Doctor, that's my house. He went in the wrong house. What? Gee, it's so dark, I didn't realize. Come on, let's, let's get him out of there. If Sally hears him coming up those steps, she'll scream her head off. Pepper and Molly will be right back. This is Eddie Cantor. And if I may, 
I'd like to take a moment here to remind you about my weekly show business show. Every Thursday evening on most of the same NBC radio stations, I open my memory book and take a look into the world of show people. Not only do I talk about the great and wonderful old timers in show business, I also tell you the intimate stories that surround the stars of today. And you'll hear some of their famous recordings, too. Recordings from the early 1900s and recordings from this very year. For old and new alike, combined to make show business your business. And so I like to tell you about their lives, and I do, during my weekly show business show. Won't you listen every week on the NBC radio network? This is Eddie Cantor reminding you and hoping you'll be in the audience. Thanks, Ducky. I'm okay now. Let yourself out the back door, huh? Right. Is that you walking around in the dark down there, McGee? Yeah. I yeah, hope she didn't hear anything. You aren't walking in your sleep, are you? Huh? Oh, no, 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 kiddo. I, I just got up for a drink of water. Shut the bed, please. Okay. Good night. Night, all. NBC and Arab Cream Deodorant have brought you the Fiddle, McGee, and Molly program transcribed. With Bill Thompson and Mr. Ripple, Arthur C. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Robert Easton as Lex, and Mary Lou Harrington as Dallas. Inviting you to tune in again tomorrow night for further fascinating developments in Mr. McGee's sleepwalking career. Will he walk again? Will Molly know? Tune in tomorrow night to Fibber McGee and Molly. Tomorrow, hear the Roy Rogers Show on the NBC Radio Network.